Welcome to WISMED on Call, a podcast from the Wisconsin Medical Society that looks at some of the top issues affecting patients and the practice of medicine in Wisconsin. I'm your host, Peter Welch, and with me is Rufus Sweeney. Hey, Rufus. Hi there. So today we're going to talk about navigating safely through the sea of taxes and deductions. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. You ready to guide me through? Yeah, this is huge. So, this is a boring topic that nobody ever wants to think about, right? <laughs> physicians, no, I... physicians spend all their time talking about death, so <laughs> death and taxes are the right. two things that are inevitable in life. So, let's let's jump in. What's what's the top thing you want all of our listeners to know about how to navigate taxes? Okay, so I think the most important thing to, to realize about taxes is that... Um, while, while not the most exciting topic, admittedly, I love, I actually love that, <laughs> but while, while not the most exciting topic, it is the place where you can make a really high impact without having to do anything extra, right? Or having to do too much. Just extra. setting yourself up for tax season, essentially. Exactly. Right, right, right. So depending on how you decide to invest, for example, you can really make a, a huge dent in how much you, you owe and your tax liability for that year. Um, and so I wanted to talk a second. I think the most important thing, takeaway is, is the difference between marginal and effective tax rates. Because I think when people get this concept, um, they're often like, it changes their whole perspective. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes sort of a game of like how to, how to become, I mean, not obviously in any like nefarious way, uh, but, yeah. in, but in like a, a strategic a fun, way, a strategic way yes, you can, yeah. you can uh, manipulate your tax liability at the end of the year. Well, when so, you say manipulate, you're not helping your case there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but manipulation is sort of the name of the game. Okay. So, so yeah, so that's, a, that's worth explaining. Manipulating, um, meaning you can modify based on how you choose to allocate your resources throughout mm -hmm. the year and not do anything illegal, but do it in a, in a, in a way that, um, sort of, takes advantage of the, mm -hmm. the tax laws as it exists. It maximizes what your benefit is. Right. Um, and I think marginal and effective tax rate is the best way of, of sort of conceptualizing it. So uh, a marginal tax rate is the amount is, is broken up into brackets, right? So you everybody's heard of what like what's defined as a tax bracket. Mm -hmm. um, so at this point, federal rates between zero and $9,700 for a single filer is 10%. Um, between 9,700 and 39,475 is 12%, and so on as you move your way up the ladder, you are your marginal tax rate increases. What a lot of people don't realize is that it doesn't, just because your um, tax rate increases at higher brackets doesn't mean your entire salary is taxed at that rate. Only the amount that you make over the previous bracket is, is taxed. So everybody's first $9,000 is taxed at 10%. Exactly. And everybody who makes more than that is taxed at the next, and so on. Right. So Bill Gates on his first $10,000 of the year, which is like a minute of work, <laughs> I think it's probably like less than that, is, is, is to at 10%. Like that's his mm -hmm. rate. Um, once you get up to $510,301 as a single filer, you anything over that is is taxed at a 37% rate, right? Whatever percentage you end up paying at the end of the year of your of your income is your effective tax rate, right? So um, so the, the real magic happens when you start toying with a marginal tax rate. So if, if you make, let's say, $250,000, 
anything over $204,000 is taxed at a 35% rate. So when you make contributions to your retirement account and they're, they're pre-tax, it's called pre-tax uh, contributions, you can um, take off, th you're, you're effectively um, earning that extra 35% because you're not taxed on that money that you put into your retirement account. And so it becomes really cool when you, when you start thinking about the, the IRA money that you can put in, the traditional IRA money that you can contribute, the 401k uh, money that you can contribute pre-tax and, and things like that because um, it gives you the uh, opportunity to like bank that 35%. That so if I bring down, if I bring down my, uh, effectively my taxed income down to a lower tax bracket mm -hmm. through a pre-tax uh, tool, mm -hmm. then I'm effectively avoiding some of that higher tax bracket. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And so, in a completely legal, non-affairs <laughs> way, you're able to avoid getting taxed at 35%. Who can help me figure all this out? Who could take a look at all of my sort of, you know, my particular situation and help me navigate this to the best advantage? The, the uh, number one place that people go to to do this is through a certified financial planner slash a tax attorney. Mm -hmm. So there are two different ways you can do that. The The place that most people go and that I would go is either a CPA, a certified public accountant, or a CFP, a certified financial planner. Um, one that somebody that you trust to be your quarterback um, that can help you figure out if your situation warrants putting that money away for retirement and taking your, your tax deduction, or if you should actually just do it after tax and um, take out your income uh, your retirement income tax-free. Um, that's the that's the sort of game, the dance you have to do when you're thinking about retirement. So talk more about the deduction side of things. So we talked about the tax brackets and the effective tax rates, but what about what can folks do within the deduction side of things? Deductions are the the idea of the concept that we just talked about, which is um, essentially you're just decreasing your salary. <laughs> Um, so when you make an, a contribution to an IRA or a 401k or something that's you know pre-tax, you um, you can deduct that from your your income as if you were you never received that income in the first place. So the IRS treats that as as if you never made that money. So if if a resident is sort of just starting down this path of of really thinking about you know, uh, filing their taxes in the most strategic way possible, you know, what's the one thing you want to leave them with? So the, I think the one thing that I would leave residents with is that um, it's not super advantageous on a resident's salary to think about tax deductions. Um, the standard deduction meaning the amount that the federal government gives you, no matter what, is $25,000 nowadays for married filing jointly, and I think half of that for a single person. Um, most people, most residents, don't ever get to the point where they're deducting enough in an itemized list mm -hmm. to get to that standard deduction. So I would worry less about that and more about investing in things that are pre-tax, or sorry, uh, after-tax dollars. So a Roth IRA, for example, mm -hmm. Um, you can invest in, we'll talk about this a little bit more in retirement, but you can invest in a Roth IRA after tax, and then once you take it out for retirement, after it's grown all that, uh, all that time, you um, take it out tax-free. And so you don't have to worry about you know, the, um, getting taxed on the other end. You're gonna get taxed either way. 
Might as well do it when, you, when it's, when it's to advantageous to you, for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, uh, Rufus, for this. We're going to be back in our next and final podcast in this series about retirement and how to best strategically manage your retirement plans. So if you like what you heard, please visit our website at www.wismed.org and look for future episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.